and welcome to Fort And I promise you, the Lord has not left you, and He's not forsook you. That's right. He's right there with you. And when you come out on the other side of whatever you're going through, you will be saying the goodness of God Woo! is following me. As they were singing that, the Lord brought to my remembrance this scripture. My sheep listen to my voice. Yeah. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one, no one, that means no one, no right? One. Yes. That means no man, that means no spirit, yes. that means no devil <laughs> in hell. Can snatch them away from me. Amen. Why? For my father has given them to me. And he is more powerful than anyone else. Amen. Praise the Lord Amen. that God has the final say in our lives. God has the final say in your life. The devil don't have it. I don't have it. God has the final say in our lives. And it says, for my father has given them to me, and he, has, he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from my father's hand. Why? Because I am his. Yes. I'm his. And he loves me. He loves me in my good. He loves me in my bad. And he loves me in my ugly. Yes. It's kind of like a parent. Yes. Don't matter what your kid does, you, you may not agree with it. But you will stand and you will love them anyway. There's times that I wanted to take her and put her head through a wall before I stand her. I know you don't see that when we're standing up here ministering together. But that's the anointing. Amen? When we're at the house, the anointing seems to leave a little bit. But can I tell you something? There's no way I would walk off and leave her. There's no way. That I would let somebody else take her. Can I tell you something? Somebody try to come and take her and see what happens to you. Amen. Now I'm an old woman and I've been sick. But I'll guarantee you i take you down. <laughs> now I may have to pay for it later when it was done. But at the time I could take you down. Why? Because it don't matter how bad she is. It don't matter how bad her attitude is. She's mine. Amen. Now can I tell you something? That's just an inkling yeah. as a physical parent. Just think what God thinks about you. Yeah, he hung on a cross for you. He died for you. I've not died for her. Well, I have in some ways, but not physically yet. <laughs> yet, I've not died physically yet for her. I might die before we get home if she, if she don't start driving right. <laughs> Well, pause. I've got the microphone and I can. <laughs> Amen. But listen, our Father loves us so much. And He desires to walk with us and talk with us. And He desires to love on us. And if you ain't seen the goodness of God yet, you hang on. Because I promise you, yeah. the goodness of God will run you down.
has to sit on the coffin with me sometimes. <laughs> Hold her down. I feel a different spirit in here tonight. Yes. Um, and it's it's beautiful how the Lord really orchestrates things and um, how He does with the spirit. Because I didn't uh, talk to her about anything that she was over there getting, but I've just got a slew of stuff that the Lord was speaking uh, to me about what He's doing in this house tonight. And it's different. It's going to be different than anything I've ever done here before, honestly. Uh, most of the time, whenever I come here, I feel like I just step into a fire and I yeah. just I just go. But there's there's something different um, here yes. tonight, and there's many that is going through some things. Um, there's a lot of people going through some hard times right now, and I want to tell you a vision that I've seen. I've seen Jesus. I've seen the Father alongside, and they sit down, and you know. I begin to see individuals that literally I've seen several of you. I could look at you, but I'm not going to. But I've seen you crawling in his lap. Amen. Amen. And I've seen the Father embracing you. Amen. I don't know about you, but whenever I have a, a hard time and I'm having the worst time of my life, if I can ever just crawl in the lap of the yes. Father, Thank you, Lord. I know everything's going to be okay. There's nothing like crawling in the lap. Of daddy knowing that daddy's going to take care of this and there's some of you in here tonight that you're in the fight of your life but the lord wants you to know that you are my child yeah. crawl up in the lap of your father and rest i will be found faithful in this season oh it's the goodness of me that has always had you and i want you to know that i am near you in this time of your life and I will not fail you. Oh, when you, when you begin to think about where I have brought you from, I want the goodness of me to begin to lavish on you. And I want you to remember how faithful that I was in seasons before. And know this, yes. my beloved child. Yes. I will be faithful in this season. Yes. The enemy will not have the final say And I'm like, God, when is this ever going to go away? And all of a sudden, 
I look and far away in the distance and this smoke's not going to anybody else's house. The smoke's coming to mine. I'm like, can the wind not blow somewhere different? And I look and there's a pile. I believe, I mean, it's just almost up there. I'm not even kidding, but I am short. But I thought, God, it's never going to stop. When people, when my kids, especially my kids, I mean, how many of you know kids open the door and they just leave it open? And I'm like, the smoke's coming in the house. And it's just aggravating. And it's like it stinks and it's nasty and I don't like it and I don't want to smell like it and I don't want to do anything. And finally I'm like, I woke up someone and I'm like, and it's not even burning, it's just smoking. And I'm like, I'm fixing to call somebody. I'm fixing to call somebody and see if I can get a fan and go and just turn it and blow it to the other side of the neighbors because I'm done. How many of you feel done in this yeah. season? You're done messing with the smoke. You're done messing with the battles. You're done messing with the mess. You're done. You're done. And I heard the Lord speak to me. And he said, April, it's not always going to be this way. Yeah. And see, that hits home with me because I've been walking through some things too. And that lets me know that what I'm walking through right now, it will not always be this way. Right. Some of you need to know it's not always going to feel this way. It's not always going to be this way. You're coming out. Yeah. You're coming out on the other side of this thing. And you're coming out hand in hand with Jesus, lacking yeah. nothing. Because he said, if you will crawl into my lap and rest for a little while, I'm about to help you make it through to the other side. Sometimes when we're in the middle of a battle, and it's battle after battle, and now, you know, bad news after bad news, and things go from bad to worse, it feels like it's endless, and it feels like it's never going to stop, and it feels like we're never going to make it through. Oh, but when the voice of God comes through and says, it's not always going to be this way, a little bit of hope begins to bubble up on the inside of you, because see, the enemy comes to discourage you, to take away your courage, to take away your confidence, to take away your trust in the Lord, but all of a sudden, when God comes in and lets us know it's not always going to be this way. It gives you a little bit of strength to get up from where you've been and move into where you know you're going to be. This is not your final destination. This is just the balance of a shadow of death that is not coming through your house, but your house will survive what you are going through. You've got to keep walking because God is with you. And He said, if you walk just a little bit more, you're going to the other side.
the Lord will be found faithful. Even when you're faithless and you don't feel and you don't see and you just don't know. He is a faithful father to come into the room and allow you to crawl up in his lap and be ever so close to you. He said, I am so close. I even see the Lord laying in the bed with some of you at night. I see him as you're laying there and you're crying. I see the Lord coming in the room and I even hear the door beginning to crack and I see him coming in and he's saying, you're not alone. Here I am and I am close to you and I will help you because you are mine. God takes care of his kids. Never will we be forsaken. Never will we be left abandoned. We will be found faithful with the Lord because we are coming through the other side of this thing. As I begin to just listen to the Lord and I seen him and people just crawling up into his lap, I heard the Lord say, I'm listening. And not only am I listening, but I am holding you ever so close and I am comforting you. Some of you need to be comforted. And the Lord said, comfort, comfort, oh my people. I'm coming to comfort and I'm coming to help you. And I know you're desperate, but I know that desperate times take desperate measures. But in this hour, all you need to do is lay back and relax and watch me move how I've never moved before. The Lord said, remember, 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 remember the stones that we've already crossed. Remember the stones that you felt like you would never go forth from. Remember the places that I brought you from. Remember that you have never been left abandoned. Remember. It makes me think of this song that I sing all the time because many times when we get to living in the good land, we forget where we come from. Come and it's never a good, always remember where you come from. That's right. Because those are stepping stones to help you to believe that you're going through to the other side. It reminds me of that song that sometimes whenever I'm in my house and I'm having a hard time, and I'm thinking, Lord, I just don't know if I'm going to make it through through this time. I remember whenever I was out in the wreck yard and there was nothing but bricks around me and there was nothing but just a cage on top of me. And I began to worship the Lord. And I, I begin to say, when I think about all the things that you've done, when I think about the places that you brought me from, oh, Lord, I've got nothing. But I've got to thank you for where I've come and where I'm going because I know Some of you feel like that you've laid down and quit and given up 
But oh no, says the Lord, because you are in my arms and yeah. we are moving. And I'm not going to settle with leaving you where you are because there is great places. All the places that you will go, says the Lord. And we must go. We must go. And the Lord says, I am carrying you through this season and through this time. As I begin to just listen to the Lord, I'm not going to quote every one of these. I'll, I'll write quick. I'll go down through Lamentations 3, 20 through 24, 31 through 32, 46 through 50, and 52 through 60 in the New Living Translation. I don't know about you, but I can always go to the Word of God. And the Word of yes. God always ministers to me. The Word of God is my foundation. The Word of God is my hope. The Word yeah. of God is Jesus speaking to me when I can't hear Him. When I can't hear Him, He hands me the Word and says, Listen, for I will speak to you. And this is what it says. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Some of you in this last season have lost some things. And some of you are in this place that it feels like that you'll never forget this awful time. But the Lord said, know this, along with the awful time will come a time of celebration because I will bring things back to you. Yeah. I'm the God of restoration. I hear the Lord say, don't get comfortable on your deathbed. God is about to bring a re resurrection to your life. God says, I'm about to resurrect you from those dead, dry places, from those places where the enemy has caused you to get in prostration, where the enemy has stopped you. Don't get comfortable because we are moving. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yet, I still dare to hope when I remember. When I remember the faithful love of the Lord never ends. And His mercy never ceases. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself... The Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in Him. Yes. I will hope. I know I'm in a bad place right now. I will never forget where I'm at. I'll never forget this valley of the shadow of death. I'll never forget how I'm grieving over my loss. But yet I still dare to hope in God because I know He is faithful. I know He's going to bring me through. I know that though my mother and though my father abandoned me, my Lord, oh, He will never leave me. But He's going to bring me through to the other side. My Lord, my husband, He is. And He will never, ever cease to amaze me by bringing me through my hardest and most darkest and desperate time. I'm coming out because I'm hoping in You. I don't neglect that this is awful. I don't deny. I don't have false hope. I don't try to lie about my situation. But one thing that I don't have to lie about is the goodness of God. And the goodness of God For there is no one abandoned by the Lord forever. Though times bring grief, the Lord is faithful to show compassion because of his great unfailing love. Yes. All of our enemies have spoken out against us. Some of you feel like that, that the enemy is just taunting you, speaking against you, lying against you. We are filled with fear. For we are trapped, devastated, and ruined. 
And as I read that, my heart began to hurt because there's some that you've been walking through a season of devastation, of grief and devastation. You feel like you're trapped and you feel like everything's just ruined. Tears stream down your face because of the destruction. This is because of the destruction of my people. And I heard because of the destruction of your life. Tears flowing night after night and day after day because you feel devastated. And because you feel trapped with no way out. Because you feel like you're walking in the ruins of your life. But the faithful love of the Lord is reaching down into the devastation. And he's pulling up the gem, which is your life. And he's saying, I'm raising you up out of this place, out of the wreckage. And you will survive. And not only will you survive, but you will thrive again. I am bringing you up and I am elevating you. And when I bring you out of the pit and into the palace, when I bring you out of the mess and into the message, there will be people that find hope in me because of what you walk through. Do not grow weary walking through what you're walking through because you will carry a punch that the enemy will make to the other side. Somebody may be just saying, I am going to the other side. I am going to the other side. I will make it to the other side. I'm coming up and I'm coming out. I'm coming up and I'm coming out. This is not my resting place nor my dwelling place because I'm walking with Jesus and I'm moving into the abundance. His kids are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. We're the first and not the last. You may be down, but God says you ain't out. You may be down and you may be fighting, but this thing ain't over. Watch what I'm about to do. There's a resurrection about to happen, and there's a turnaround that's coming. You thought breakthrough was good, but I'm about to burst through your My tears flow 
endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. There's some of you in here tonight that the Lord is saying to you, I see and I hear. Some of you have been praying and praying and praying. And it feels like your prayers are bouncing from heaven. But the Lord said, know this, not one of your words have been in vain. Because every word that has proceeded out of your mouth has proceeded to my ear. And now I am seeing and now I am hearing and now I will act upon your case. I'm about to move. I'm about to rearrange. And I'm about to bring joy, joy, joy back into your house. Back into your home. Back into your life. Back into everything that pertains to you. I am bringing joy. My enemies who I have never harmed. Some of you didn't ask for this. Why do bad things happen to good people? Because the devil's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's a jerk. And even more, he sees the potential that you don't even see in yourself. Why is the devil attacking you? Because there's something on the inside of you. That he's intimidated by. Mm -hmm. Your influence. The anointing. Your story. Some of you didn't ask for what you're walking through right now. But it seems like hell found its way at your door. My enemies whom I have never harmed. I didn't ask for this. Have hunted me down like a bird. They threw me into a pit. And drop stones on me. Some of you feel like you fell into a pit. Not only that, now people stoning you. I know another woman that was through at the feet of Jesus. But Jesus got down on her level. He began to get down on her level. And see the little thing about the woman caught in the very act of adultery. Sometimes when we do ask for things, I love Jesus so much. Because his unconditional love always finds us. We may have messed up. But one thing, we won't be abandoned in the mess up. We will be found with Jesus as he gives looks into our eyes and says, look, I'm coming up with you. I'm coming down with you. And we're coming up out of this situation and you're coming out a different person. It says here that they threw me into a pit. Some of you may be in the pit, but God says, know this, I got a palace for you. Some of you may be abandoned by many people in your life, but I will be found faithful and I'm giving you favor in this season. Some of you are about to find favor knocking on your door and looking in your mailbox. Some of you are about to find favor in everything in the court systems. Some of you are about to find favor in your house again. Some of you are about to find favor. Why? Because God says you may be in a pit right now, but my favor will follow you everywhere that you go. And even in the pit, you're going to be blessed. Some of you need to know wherever you're at and whatever it is that you're walking through, you will be blessed through this. It says, they threw me into a pit, dropped stones on me. The water rose over my head. Some of you feel like you're drowning. Oh, but I love the Lord in Isaiah 42. It says, even when you pass through the rivers of difficulty, I am with you. Some of you have been going through the rivers of difficulty. It's been a difficult season, but the Lord says, I 
am with you. You may feel like that you are drowning. It says the water rose over my head and I cried out, this is the end. Some of you feel like you're drowning and some of you feel like that this is the very end of your life. But God says this is not a stopping point. This is only a place that you are going to pass through because I have a great plan for you, says the Lord. And the plan is to prosper you, to help you, to give you hope and a future. God is getting hopes back up in this place. Dare to hope again. Dare to believe again. Even though you feel like it's the end, God says, if you will cry out to me, I'm coming. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Because in Isaiah 42, even when you walk through rivers of difficulty, they will not overwhelm you. Amen. Many feel like that the water's going over your head and you're gasping for air. I cried out to the Lord, this is the end. But I called on your name, Lord, from deep within the pit. And you heard me when I cried. Listen to my pleading and hear my cry for help. Yes. You came when I called. You told me, do not fear. There is some of you right now as you begin to cry out to the Lord. I sing you during worship. Whenever she began to sing about the goodness of God, I've seen tears begin to flow from your eyes. And I've seen the cry of your heart. And the Lord says, do not fear. Do not fear. Fear what you're up against. Do not fear what it looks like. Do not fear what it sounds like. Do not fear because it's not always going to be this way. Amen. Amen. Oh, and I wanted to give up and throw in the towel and say, God, I'm done with this smoke. Take heart, April. Do not fear and don't cause a bigger mess. It's not always going to be this way. We've got to be so careful when we're in the battle that we don't cause a bigger mess. How do we do that? We rest. Yes. Some of you are fighting a battle that's never intended to, for you to fight. The battle is the Lord's. And the Lord wants you to rest. Because why? It's not always going to be this way. You're coming through. Yes. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. When you pass through the rivers of difficulty. When you go through the fires of oppression. I am with you. Do not fear. Do not fear, says the Lord. Lord, you have come to my defense and you have redeemed my life. You have seen the wrong that they have done to me. Be my judge and prove me right. You have seen the plots of my enemies that they have laid against me. Some of you got a lot of devils on your back. Some of you got a lot of enemies. And it seems like they're multiplying and multiplying. But the Lord says, know this. I've seen the wrong that was done to you. I've seen the wrong that was done to you. And I'm bringing recompense. I'm bringing restitution. You will not suffer from this very much longer. No, this says the Lord, you got to break out. Amen. You got to keep moving. Sometimes it's just a battle even to get here. Even to sit through service and be here. Sometimes it's such a fight. How many of you know that anytime the Lord's about to bless you, it's always a fight? How many of you know before sometimes you can throw some of the biggest fits before you get here, but then when you get here, it's an all-out tear down for you. Why? Because the enemy did not want you here. 
and he tries to bring chaos and turmoil. He tries to bring someone to call you on the phone and cuss you out and tell you how bad, big, bad of a person that you are and who, what kind of Christian are you? Makes you feel like the scum on the bottom of your shoe. Oh, but the faithful mercy of God Amen. and the faithful love of God that he would come in a room and sit down and allow you to climb in his lap and rest and be. You belong to him. Yeah. So I was experienced COVID a few weeks ago or a month ago. I don't know. I feel like I've been in the twilight zone. I'm better and I'm not contagious. Praise God. But as I was there, it was like it was never ending. It was one thing after another. The fatigue was horrible. I thought, God, if I could just get to the shower. And I pushed through and I got in the shower. Sometimes you got to push through. Yeah. Come on, you got more in you. There's a fire on the inside of you. And God's saying, rise up, mighty woman of God. Rise up, mighty man of God. Rise up and push. Push for your breakthroughs on the other side. Take courage. Don't lose heart. Do not fear, says the Lord, because you're going to make it out of what you're walking through. But it's time to break out. I got in the, I got in the shower, and as I was in the shower, it was like, God, I thought I was just going to fall over in there. And I heard the Lord say, prison break. Hmm. I kind of looked because I thought, what? And the Lord said, it's time to break out from where you've been. It's time to break out from the stronghold of the enemy. It's time to break free from where you're at. It's time to break up with some things in your life that you've been allowing to go on. The depression, the anxiety, the turmoil, the anger, the confusion, the hatred. It's time to break out from where the enemy has got you. It's time to break out from this sickness. It's time to break out from passivity. It's time to break out and it's time to move. Yes. How do I move, God, whatever? I'm such a wreck. I'm coming, says the Lord. I hear you, and I'm coming. And I begin to ask the Lord, Lord, what, what does that mean? What does breakout mean? And I just went and I looked, and it says that breakout, one term for breakout is a sudden advance to a new level. Some of you are about to level up. Yeah. Some of you have been on the bottom for too long and God said, I'm about to flip the script and everything that's been taunting you and haunting you and bothering you is about to be submitted to you. Everything that you've been running from, every fear that you've had is about to be submitted to you, says the Lord. It's time to break out. It's time to push through. It's time for a prison break for you to break out from the place that God has had you. And I'm telling you, I'm reminded in Revelation 2 and 10, it says, don't be afraid of what you are about to suffer. Revelation 2 and 10. See, Jesus always prepares us. You're about to walk through some things. Do not fear. Yeah. Because why? I'm with you. And I'm the champion. I'm your defender. I'm your vindicator. I'm your helper. I'm your assistant. I'm your father. I'm your mother. I'm your husband. I'm the one that's closer to you than a brother could ever be. I am a friend in time of need and I will not leave you. Do not be afraid of what you are suffering right now. It says the devil will throw some of you into a prison to 
test you. You will suffer 10 days, but if you remain faithful when facing death, I will give you the crown of life. Do you know what this lets me know? This What this means to me? That number on their means that is a number that is there's just an allotted time that I'm going to have to go through what I'm going through. It's not always going to be this way. There is a turnaround that is coming. I'm not always going to go walking through what I am right now. Why? Because he is faithful. And I'm looking at some people here tonight that's faithful. You showed up. You're tuned in. You're faithful. You're looking for something. And some of you need to know you're going to the other side. Can I get the worship team to come back up? What encouragement it is for Jesus to go ahead and tell you don't be afraid. Amen. What encouragement that it is to know that God has heard your cry. What encouragement it is. But God says it's time. It's your breakout time. It says in Deuteronomy 1, 6 through 8, it says, well, I'm not going to read all of it, but it says you have stayed at this mountain long enough. You have been at this mountain long enough. What does your mountain look like? What mountain are you standing and you're looking like? Why, how can I make it through this place? The Lord is saying you have been at this mountain long enough. It is time to break camp and it's time to move on. God is saying it's time for you to move on. You've been staring at this mountain long enough. Whatever mountain, is it a mountain of addiction? Is it a mountain of depression? Is it a, what mountain is it that you're standing at right now that it feels like? Is it a mountain of hope deferred? Is it a mountain of sickness? Is it a mountain of abuse? Is it a mountain of not having your children? What mountain have you been looking at long enough? I don't know about you, but I got tired of looking at the mountain. And God says, April, you've been here long enough. It's time to break out from this yeah. place where the enemy has had you. Because you are a weapon that I'm about to use Woo! in this hour. It's time to break out. And it's time to confess. Not to the bottom of a mountain. But it's time to ascend to the mountain of the Lord. And get revelation and knowledge and see Jesus face to face. Yeah. Uh -uh. It's time to break out. It's time to move. It's time to move on. It's time to stop being haunted by the past and what was yesterday. Why? What did God say at the beginning of this? Your best days are not behind you, says the Lord. Your best days are still in front of you. And though you cannot see it, can you trust me? Yeah. Though you can't see it, just trust me. All my life, Lord, is in your hands. Oh, Lord, I trust you. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. Yes. In the next chapter, it says, you have been wandering around in this hill country long enough. Some of you just been wandering around. No plan, feeling like no future, feeling like this is the battle that's going to take you out, staring at the mountain, wishing that you could just make it to the other side. God says tonight, yeah. it's time to move on. It's time. Yeah.
it's time to make your mind up that you're coming up and you're coming out. Yeah. I've given you the authority, says the Lord, to break free from this thing. And not only am I giving you authority, but I'm giving you encouragement tonight. Do not fear of what you are going through right now. Because why? It's not always going to be this way. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Lord. I see some of you getting up in the morning. And the enemy coming to try to taunt you one more time. And I see you looking at the devil. And I see you saying, it's not always going to be this way. That's right. It's not always going to feel this way. It's not always going to look this way. I'm coming up. And I'm coming out. And I do not have to fear. Some of you are about to laugh again, says the Lord. Yes. You will be happy again. Some of you wonder, will I ever be happy again? And I just heard the verse of the Proverbs 31 woman. She laughs without fear of her future. Why? Because she knows who she is. She knows who her daddy is. There is some of you in here tonight that there is an open invitation that God is saying, come. Come and climb up in my lap. Come. Climb up in my lap and just be. Let me love on you and let me help you. Let me assist you in this time of need. Let me take this from you. It's time to move. And it's time to move on. And it's time to know that this battle will not last forever. So I want them to just begin to worship however that they feel led. And if that's you in here tonight and you're ready to move, you're ready to break out from the place that you've been, I want you to come because Jesus is in this place. And I'm telling you, it's the Father's heart. He's going to love on you tonight. He's going to encourage you tonight. And He's going to let you know it's not always going to be this way. We're moving. Yeah. We're going from death to life. We're going from the dark times into the best days. We're moving. We're moving past the mountain. I'm leveling the mountain tonight, says the Lord. Who are you, O mountain, that you will not be brought low? The mountain is falling tonight because it's your moving day. It's time for you to move. So as they do this, if that's you, come get what is rightfully yours. Amen.